Well, here we are at the start of Advent, only 27 days away from Christmas. In just four weeks, we will gather to celebrate the central point in human history. We got himself crossed the seemingly infinite chasm between heaven and earth to become like us in all things but sin. As we begin this Advent season and look forward to Christmas, we are invited to stop in amazement at the fact that God would become a man. The one who is all-powerful, who made the earth, who made you and I, chose to enter into his creation and to experience all the trials and tribulations of life. Why? Because he wants to be near us. He wants to build a bridge across that chasm so that you and I can spend eternity with him forever in heaven. Have you ever stopped to consider how almost unbelievable it is that the God of the universe would come to be with us? But Jesus didn't come into the world just nearly 2,000 years ago, only to leave us to our own devices to figure the rest of history out. No, he tells us in his last words on earth, Behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. God became a man. He was born in a stable, suffered and died on the cross, rose from the dead, and ascended to the right hand of the Father for you and I. And he wanted to be certain that his saving work continued. So, he makes a promise that he will be with us always. How then does Jesus remain with us? Well, let's back up to the 16th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, where Jesus turns to Peter and says, You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. While Jesus was still here on earth, he knew that he was going back to the right hand of the Father, and he wanted us to have access to him. He wanted to journey for thousands of years with his people. So what did he do? He founded a church on a particular person, Peter. Furthermore, Jesus prays elsewhere in the scriptures for unity, praying, for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, so that they may be one as we are one. Well, the scriptures are clear. Jesus founded a church. When Jesus left this earth to sit at the right hand of the Father, from whence he, we are reminded he will come again to judge the living and the dead, he left us a church to guide us back to the kingdom of heaven, and he promised it would prevail, and he prayed that all people would be united in that church. So it begs the question then, with all these churches in the world, which church is it? You know, historically, the Catholic Church is the only church that can trace its foundation back to Jesus Christ. It's very simple. Open your Bible and you see that Jesus clearly founded the church on St. Peter, giving him the power of the keys and the promise to remain with the church forever. And this wasn't meant just for Peter. No, open your Bible and read Acts of the Apostles. How does it begin? Well, you recall that Judas after he betrayed Jesus, committed suicide. So the Acts of the Apostles opens by the apostles gathered together to choose Matthias as Judas's successor. They go on to find a successor because this message must continue. This church that Jesus founded must go on. Why? Because it is how Jesus remains with us. Have you stopped to think about it? That every Sunday or every day, if we wish, that we gather in this church, we actually celebrate Christmas. What happened at Christmas? Jesus entered the world. What happens at every Mass? Jesus comes into the world in the Eucharist. And if we're open, he comes into our hearts. 
My friends, Jesus said he would be with us always. And day in and day out in thousands upon thousands of places in the world, Jesus fulfills that promise in his Catholic church. Has the church had its problems? Certainly. We've been imperfected because the church founded by Christ has been entrusted to humans. If you read the history of the popes, you'll see that we've had numerous immoral popes. But you hear Jesus' promise to Peter. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. In fact, the fact that our church has had many wicked leaders only strengthens my faith that it is truly inspired. After all, as Catholics, we have the belief that when the Pope speaks on matters of faith or morals, he cannot make a mistake. What we call papal infallibility. For 2,000 years, no Pope has ever contradicted another Pope on a matter of faith or morals. That doesn't happen on human authority. So given all that, let me ask a question. Why are you Catholic? I hope as you stop and ponder that question, you can in your own way have a very personal testimony where you can share how God has been able to touch your heart through the gospel, but most importantly through the church. But if we're going to take all those witnesses together, I think we have to summarize that answer very simply. I'm Catholic because Jesus left me this church to stay connected to me. I'm Catholic because Jesus promised he wouldn't abandon me and left me a church to journey with me as I walk towards the kingdom of heaven. At the end of the day, being Catholic is just about being humble, having the humility to say, Lord, is this is the way you promised to remain with me, and I want nothing more than to be with you. Therefore, for all the good and for all the bad, and for all the challenging teachings and for all the imperfect leaders of the church, Lord, I'm willing to stay and engage because that is where you meet me. And so as we begin the four-week journey of Advent, as we begin these four weeks of preparing to receive Christ at Christmas, it starts by committing ourselves to the church, to the place Jesus left us to encounter him. Do we have the humility to be faithful? Do we have the humility to say, Lord, it's your church. I'm willing to follow wherever it goes. So as we begin this season of Advent, it's the opportunity for us to pray for that gift of humility, for that gift of faith, for that gift of faithfulness, to commit ourselves to that church that Jesus founded on St. Peter that continues down until today. The church where Jesus comes day in and day out to meet us. After all, if we want to celebrate Christmas, if we want to celebrate Christ coming into the world, we also have to celebrate day in and day out the way that he comes into the world, right here in the church that he left us.